This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello again, you're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love. I'm Maya Tan and Tasha Fusil's right here with me. Hello, hello. Today we dedicate our show to Universal Children's Day and Tasha's got a list of events to share so you can go out, bond with and enjoy life with the kiddies. Our couch potatoes Christina Oro and Edwin Suman reminisce over the movies they've loved from their formative years and they'll also be giving away the signature edition hardcover Harry Potter box set courtesy of Book Access. To round things off, Tasha collects some gems in the form of parenting advice from the smart mouth generation of tomorrow. But first, the school holidays are here again and there's no shortage of things to do the little ones Tasha Fusil hooks us up Okay, what have you got for us this week, Tasha? We're starting from the furthest and then we're going to work our way closer and closer to KL Okay So for the first time ever we're we're kind of uh, wandering beyond KL which is great We're taking a road trip to Penang Hmm. There's going to be a Georgetown Literary Festival happening on the 28th to the 30th of November. It's happening at the Whiteaways Arcade in Lebo Pantai, which is a restored row of colonial shop lots in the heart of Georgetown's UNESCO World Heritage Site. Admission is absolutely free, so I hope to see you there. Except for some of the classroom sessions, which are 30 ringgit, which I think is great because, you know, you get to meet with real-life publishers and writers who have truly made it internationally. Those sessions are would be quite valuable if Worth you're planning yeah. to be a writer. Okay. The Georgetown Literary Festival is a state-sponsored arts festival that's become somewhat of a permanent fixture within the within Georgetown's arts and cultural calendar. It's the, uh, the festival aims to create a space for creative thinkers and celebrated wordsmiths to share their inspiration and passion for the written word. It gives, Malaysians, it gives Malaysian writers a platform for dialogue and exchange. There'll be panel discussions on issues and ideas that shape literature and society. And there'll also be book launches and, you know, things to buy. It'll be quite interesting. I love these kinds of festivals, you know, where it's all very artsy-fartsy and you feel kind of special. <laughs> I mean, I like that. I love that's going to be in Penang. Yes, absolutely. The other thing is that because this is the kids episode, there will be special programming for the kids and it's called Georgetown Junior. So one of it would include children's storytelling. That one's happening on Sunday morning at 11am, featuring stories in Bahasa and English. And I will be telling the stories. How nice. If you like Maya's voice, then you'll enjoy No, cut, 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 cut. <laughs> okay. Some other programs also include Drawing Stories with Arif Rafhan Othman. And there'll also be creative games uh, hosted by Borders. So Borders will present a session of games to get you thinking, test your brain power with mind-bending puzzles. Or you could build your own creation from Kiva planks. And I suspect that these are something like Lego blocks, but, you know, designed to get your brain stimulated and to sort of build certain skills, motor skills, neurons, get your synapses going. Wow. (laughs) So, yeah, do check it out. And I really hope to see you there in Georgetown because it'll be good fun. And, okay, this one's not happening for a while, but tickets are already on sale and I'm talking about the Kuala Lumpur Kids Festival. That's happening from 10am to 8pm on December 5th to December 7th. 
It will be at the Ma Trade Exhibition and Convention Centre. And the objective of the festival is to educate, entertain and inspire children to live up to their fullest potential. Tickets are available from groupon.com.my and uh, you can look forward to musical performances. There's a live show by Go Go Go, a British musical group that's all about the music and catchy dance moves for the kids. I'm sure the little ones are familiar with Go Go Go. And Korea's Pororo, a very famous little penguin, will also be there. There's going to be a loomathon as well, a massive loomathon where everyone can loom or you could just buy a bag of bands to contribute to the loom fest because there's also sort of a charity angle. They will be encouraging children with disabilities to go and loom. And it's going to be great because the founder of Rainbow Loom, his name is Chun, will be there to greet everyone and to loom all together. So that I think that promises to be a very special activity. The festival is also divided into different sections, sort of like what you would find at Disneyland. So there will be magic shows, circus acts, face painting at Magic Wonderland, and there are also musical workshops, arts and crafts workshops, and even a mini petting zoo at Tropical Safari. There's also a meet and greet with Transformers and Iron Man, and a robot making workshop at Super Space. If you'd like more information, you can head to www.facebook.com slash festival. And what's next? And next up is Sesame Street Live, Elmo Makes Music. <laughs> Oh, I love Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> this is happening on the 28th of November all the way up to the 3rd of January 2015. Uh, so, you know, with kids being on holiday, it should be quite fun to dedicate one day to take them up to Genting International Showroom at the Genting Resort World. Tickets range from 88 ringgit to 158 ringgit. And what you can do is sing along with the iconic characters of Sesame Street in a 90-minute Broadway-style musical. So after watching them for years through your TV screen, or a couple of years if, if you're a kid, um, the <laughs> Elmo, Ernie, Bert, Cookie Monster, Big Bird, Oscar and Grover will all be there in the flesh, bringing to life the world's most famous fictional street neighbourhood. The whole gang will be there to perform all the best musical numbers with songs like Elmo's World, The Alphabet Song, Bert's Disco and Triangle Cheer. Hmm. So you can get more details at www.rwgunting.com. Wait, I think I get it. The most important thing is to play fair and do your best. What really matters... This is a musical, Mr. Enormous Athlete. Sing it! Gotcha. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's how you play the game. Play the game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And uh, more exciting shows, there's Lumi Air, which is a Cirque-style performance. I'm guessing, you know, it's a little bit Cirque du Soleil. Yep. While the dark of the night embraces you, the light of Lumi Air awakens you. Welcome to Lumi Air. It's every night at 7.30pm from the 29th of November all the way up to Christmas Eve and it's happening at the Amphitheatre at Sunway Lagoon. There'll be different prices for kids and adults ranging from 90 ringgit to 190 ringgit. Why don't you tell us about Lumiere? Lumiere is the name of the lead character in this fantasy storyline of a girl who struggles through the land of darkness, alone and unaccepted, until she stumbles upon a world of light and colour. 
She's drawn along with the audience into this land of dance and play with its fantastical Cirque characters in their bright and bold costumes, their snappy dance choreography and their acrobatic acts which sounds very much Cirque du Soleil. Um, it's a 90-minute performance and it'll feature a cast of 30 international Cirque performers and state-of-the-art production. Tickets have actually already sold out until the 7th of December. No! Yeah, <laughs> yeah so if you want to catch the show after that, you can head to www.redtix.airasia.com. The spelling for that is R-E-D-T-I-X.airasia.com. And for fans of Magnum Ice Cream, there's the Magnum Cafe. It's on the third floor of Mid Valley and it's been much anticipated, but it's finally open now. It has two floors and the cinema level space is for takeaway orders, but there's a seating area upstairs where you can sit and try the non-ice cream items on the menu. And guess what? You get to customise your own Magnum ice cream by choosing an ice cream base, either vanilla or chocolate. You can coat it with milk, white or dark Mm -hmm. chocolate. (laughs) And then you can customise it further with a whole range of intriguing toppings. And if the pressure of picking the right toppings might prove overwhelming, which it can be for me sometimes when I have got too much to choose from, I end up choosing the wrong things. So you can actually go for some pre-designed options like the Fruity Loops, which is a classic vanilla ice cream with a coating of white chocolate and dark chocolate drizzle with a topping of dried mango, freeze-dried raspberries, chopped pistachios and dark chocolate pearls. They've Mm. thought of everything. So good. I'm so going. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of going along... We can also sing along to Frozen Sing Along at the TGV cinemas. So for fans of the Disney animated movie Frozen, you can now go to a Frozen Sing Along at TGV cinemas. So just when you thought it was over, they go and release a cinematic (laughs) sing-along to the movie Frozen. And it's premiering on the 30th of November at TGV Sunway Pyramid, where Elsa will be there to greet her Elsets and give out limited edition movie premiums. And the movie will play for the rest of December. So what's really interesting was I was having a chat with the MD of uh, TGV Cinemas, Gerald Debayawan, and he said that some of the makers of Disney were in a supermarket and when the song Let It Go came on, he found that the whole supermarket was actually singing along and he thought, why don't we just release a sing-along version of Frozen? And that's what this is. So do check it out. Let It Go, the Frozen sing-along at TGV Cinemas. Next up on a Sunday kind of love, Couch Potatoes' Christina Oro and Edwin Sumun get misty-eyed about the movies they happily stuck into their VCRs and watched on repeat. And they'll also be checking out some of the biggest kid movies to look forward to. Also, we have our big Harry Potter signature edition hardback box set giveaway, courtesy of Book Access, so stay close. Before we do that, here's Echo Smith with Cool Kids. I'm Tasha Fusil and we'll be right back on a Sunday kind of love, BFM 89.9. back with a Sunday kind of love. This is the kids episode. I'm Maya Tan. Now on the couch today, our couch potatoes Christina Oro and Edwin Suman tell us about the movies they watched on repeat when they were kids and check out some new ones. So last week we spoke about books or movies that shaped our philosophies in life. 
Were there any movies in your childhood that kind of stuck with you through adulthood? Well, this is particularly a film for children, but also very attractive for adults. I saw this when I was very young. It was called The Phantom Told Booth, which is actually based on a book written by Norman Juster or Juster from the States, and that was in the 1970s. And he, uh, sorry, no, the book was written in the 1960s, 1961. But the film came out in the 1970s, and um, I just loved it because it starts off with a real-life boy actor called Milo who gets a present, and when he opens it up, it's a magic toll booth. He doesn't know it's magic until he drives his toy car through the toll booth, (laughs) and suddenly he's transported into an animated world, and he becomes an animation. Follow Butch Patrick on a fantastic trip through the Phantom Toll Booth, where nothing is real but your imagination. To Dictionopolis, where words are weird. Words in a word are fantastic. You can hint them, you can say them, you can print them, you can pray them, emphasize them, and despise them. Digitopolis, where figures are freaky. Numbers can be added to, subtracted from, divided into, multiplied by, crossed out, and erased. Climb the mountains of ignorance, where dreams become nightmares. We have nothing to worry about. And the monsters are magnificent. It's the gelatinous giant. Pass through the phantom toll booth and into the magic world of your mind. Rated G. Is there anything to do with our toll booths? Because you go nowhere. Our toll booths just take you from where you need to go to where you need to go. Phantom sometimes, because there's no one there. (laughs) Anyway, the book itself was written to create um, interest in children for maths and learning and for English or language. And so you have like interesting worlds and he has to rescue Princess Rhyme and Princess Reason who are being held in the castle in the air. And then they, uh, he has to make a magic jump to the island of conclusions, which oh. I think is great. All these kinds of... Jump to conclusions. Full of, yeah, full of puns. Where was your childhood again? I don't know how I came across this video. You know, back in Kotakina Balu in mm. the 70s or... How old was I? Yeah. Late 70s, early 80s when I rented this video the video rental place was not any official place it was the guy who owned the stationery shop opposite the school had like a 30 videos that somebody had sent him that they had recorded overseas and he was renting them out so wow and amazingly that was one of the movies and it was such a a romp it was really a lot of fun interesting apparently they're doing a remake yeah but remake plans were started in 2010 or something and I haven't heard anything since so. is the phantom toll booth <laughs> can't phantom, find it yet phantom remake <laughs> <laughs> as for you I don't know I think a lot of the Disney movies the older live action mm. Disney movies were yeah. Very, very influential and pivotal in the sanity of my life. I really liked Alice in Wonderland. Actually. Alice in Wonderland, the, the original cartoon is nonsensical. Punny, punny and I loved it when Cinderella. they had everything: Sleeping Beauty, Sleeping Cinderella, Beauty, yeah. Snow White. But I loved the live-action ones, the ones yeah. that had like Angela Lansbury in bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh wow! You know, bed knobs and broomsticks was a brilliant movie completely overshadowed at the time by Sound of Music and Mary Poppins and which everything. Which was the first movie I ever went to yeah. see in a theatre. These, these are the movies that I thought really gave me my imagination as a, as a kid. Like, Bed Knobs yeah. and Broomsticks is about, you know, these two kids who have to go and live with their aunt. <laughs> then 
funny things happen because their aunt is a witch. Uh -oh, uh -oh. It twists, don't it? Yeah, twisted right off. Yes, I think that will be all right. Carrie, turn the light down a little bit, will you? Elbow, henbane, aconite. Glueworm fire, firefly light. There. Isn't that pretty? Is that all we get? This knob will now work the famous travelling spell. And what's the famous She's trying to be a witch because she, she corresponds with this man in London <laughs> and, and she does all the spells and the spells work. So they want to they go off this magic book that she gets is missing a page. The last page is missing. So she goes to London with the kids to find this man. This is the same man who plays Mr. Banks in Mary Poppins. Oh, right. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yes. Yeah. And he goes, he's, I'm a complete charlatan. The book was, I found this book and I'm not a wizard. Yeah. But she goes, but you are because I'm a witch. I can do these spells. And he doesn't believe her. And they go off on this adventure. Mm -hmm. They go, you know, and they fly with a bed knob. The bed knob of their bed frame yeah. becomes like the ignition key <laughs> to their chariot that takes them everywhere. Yeah. So that kind of imagination, that's what, like those are the Disney movies I love. Like Herbie, you know, mm. a car that could move on its own. Yeah. And he had a girlfriend. <laughs> and he had a girlfriend. He went to Monte Carlo. With eyelashes. <laughs> yeah. Butter her headlights. He everywhere. Th those I, I remember yeah. a lot from my childhood. The Disney movies mm. like that. The cartoons I love, but it was the live action stuff that just... Even later in the 80s when you're sort of teeny... <laughs> Things like Never Ending Story, you know? Labyrinth. Yeah. Never Ending Story, come the Goonies. on. The Goonies. Wow, the Gremlins. Oh, Gremlins. <laughs> That's Love on my that list. One, yes. But Gremlins 1, not Gremlins 2. Because <laughs> when the she Gremlin came along, I think they kind of just sexualized all of that. Mm. If not, it was just, just monsters at night. Yeah. Don't give them food or water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were so cute though, when they can know water, then they'll just like puff, 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 all these little puff balls would come out. And I, I just love that movie. Um, for me, I think it was Charlotte's Web. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. 70s Web. animated Look, it's on my list. Oh, Charlotte's you know, Web. That was yes. the first sort of movie that as a child I felt emotional about. Yeah. And really got drawn into the story of this friend that gave up a lot for a friend, you know, that Indeed. very strong yeah. and then you, yeah. It was also child, about kindness. Mm. About kindness. And also about cruelty yes. and how Charlotte just used a modern mass marketing campaign <laughs> to keep this little piggy alive. It's a beautiful medal, Wilbur, and you deserve it. Are you all right, Charlotte? You don't sound like yourself. Oh, I'm a little tired, perhaps, but I feel peaceful. Your success today was, to a small degree, my success. You will live now secure and safe. Why did you do this for me, Charlotte? You have been my friend. That in itself is a tremendous thing. After all, what's a life anyway? We're born, we live a little while, and we die. A spider's life can't help being something of a mess with all this trapping and eating flies. By helping you, perhaps I was trying to lift up my own life a trifle. I haven't. But it's another one of those cleverly masked how to teach children to deal with things kind of children's movie yes. because at the end of it we felt so emotional because we had to deal with the death in it you know yeah. and, and we'll 
what cartoon has that kind of an ending? Yeah. But Charlotte's Web, the book, and then this movie came out, and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. And you didn't understand as a child why you're feeling so emotional. Yeah, I but think it, that's that's the strength know? of the movie. Uh, maybe comes from the book. I haven't read the book, but the strength of the movie is that it managed to reach children who might not, you know, realize that they're being drawn into this very yeah, sad to story. kind of ready you both mentally and emotionally for yes. what will happen in life. And in a nice way, not in a tormented way. Yeah, not in a tormented way. way. Yeah. Oh no, that was awful. <laughs> I mean, tormented would be like all the Miyazaki movies. <laughs> they torment me to no end. Well, okay, I only let's... came across them when I started I... watching with my children. Hmm. You let your children watch Miyazaki movies? Oh, I loved it. Wow, they your children are so clever. Okay, again, we go back. We're always talking about the two of you and your children. <laughs> your kids are just so informed sometimes, you know. It's scary talking to them. Well, I didn't realise just how adult the Miyazaki movies could mm-hmm. be, but we watched Spirited Ironically, Away. Ironically, both your daughters are Mia, right? Yes. That is true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we watched Spirited Away, which I thought was a lovely movie. And then uh, my my younger daughter, who was younger than my eldest daughter was when she started watching them, watched the one where the brother is looking after the little sister. That one is the worst one. And I came out. Graveyard of the Fireflies. Yeah, Fireflies. I came out and I I saw her weeping. She was weeping on the couch and I thought, what has somebody done to you? You (laughs) Who's done this? And she was like, it's the movie. That one is very, very brutal because it was set in World War II. Yes, and uh, really quite... It was quite graphic as well. I don't think that was intended for children, really. No, a lot of the Studio Ghibli stuff, I think it's intended for ages 9 to to 92. You know, like the Christmas song says, from 9 to 92. Mm. But at different levels and different degrees, you know, how whether you let children watch certain parts of the movie or not. Because all his movies have very adult themes. Mm-hmm. They're not children's Even Princess themes. Mononoke, yes. it's actually very graphic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of violence as well. Yeah, but um, it's it's there. I mean, but this is the Japanese, you know, they have that kind of mind. And their kids are usually exposed to these kind of things. So that's why they grow up and they either become completely strange and mm-hmm. and you admire their street fashion for the wackiness of it all. <laughs> and there are a lot of uh, <laughs> these mythical creatures in their folklore as well. So yeah, yeah you're right, they are exposed, They're to, exposed these to these legendary it's, stories. You know, it's always some kind of shogun horror that happens in their lives, you know, so... <laughs> Well, if you think about it, um, nursery rhymes, once upon a time stories. Yeah, like Jack Spratt could really... eat no fat. Why couldn't he eat fat? What's wrong with Jack Spratt? Maybe he had some kind of allergy or he something. He some kind of allergy to <laughs> He's lard. allergic to fat. He can't eat lard. That's but why he married it. Things like things like the farmer's wife who cut off the mouse's tails and mice tails. And it's so graphic, it's, right? It's, it's actually, I feel this is how an older generation kind of finds a, a sort of a system of delivery of lessons to mm-hmm. little kids, uh, especially when kids start asking questions. Mm. And then that's how The you, story of the little gingerbread man. Gingerbread mm. man, Humpty Dumpty. I mean, mm. I guess it's a, a story of how to to take care of your things. You know, if Humpty Dumpty breaks, you can never put him back together again. So mm, you're going to... Uh, you know, things like that, you know, I think, also like might have political... Source uh, political roots. Oh yeah, Shh. Mary Mary quite contrary. This is not political show. Yeah, this is Sunday kind of love. Sunday kind of love. <laughs> not some kind of Sunday kind of like 
lecture. Lecture. <laughs> <laughs> but let's move on. Let's move on. Let's mm. talk about one one movie I've not watched since I was a child, but I've been meaning to find a copy of it. Was the original Lord of the Rings cartoon? Oh wow! From oh, the seventies. Yes, that. That's the the Ralph Bakshi movie. I remember watching that. I don't know who was brought this home for me. Animation. It was animation, fully uh, animation. Live action. Yeah. Like puppets and stuff. No, no, it had no no puppets. It was a cartoon. Oh, I it think. was a cartoon. I, if I remember it, because Gandalf was just wow and. What is this cartoon about? And I always get this mixed up with The Sword in the Stone, which is the other Disney movie that okay, not very many people legend. watch this. Uh-huh. Right? I, I, I liked that one. I watched, I watched it, it, but I, yeah, the Disney I haven't one. really seen it That was a around. good movie. Yeah, but The Lord of the Rings, I want to watch that because mm. the animation of it made the books, because they only based it on two books. They didn't base it on all three of Tolkien's Lord of the Rings trilogy, just mm. two, which was The Fellowship and... Return of the King. Right. And it was so beautiful, the imagery. That, yeah. I mean, this is not pre-CGI days where it's all drawn. It was so beautiful. It rivaled Disney cartoons. If I can find a copy of this, anyone listening. Oh, yes, I just want to call out because there was this woman who came to our BFM Life Day. She came after we were done and she made Muruku for everybody. So, May, I think that's your name if you're listening to this show. Thank you so much. I know you call in a lot of the times. Uh, sometimes no one picks up your call. But thank you so much. I heard you brought muruku. I missed it. And I wish I had the chance to eat your muruku. There's some more in the pantry. We'll just <laughs> is that hers? Thank you, muruku May. May's muruku is one of a kind. I know we've been having muruku been for a while now. We've been eating this muruku. But it's, no, May's one is, is even better. Thank you, May. Because muruku is another childhood thing of mine. It's not a film. It's not a book. <laughs> muruku, muruku. The musical. Muruku. The musical. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Another thing that I enjoyed watching when I was little, there were these animated Snoopy movies. <gasps> oh, yeah. there was one where they went all the way to France and they, they stopped oh. by in London With and Snoopy drove and all the way to France Charlie and Brown. had an adventure. It's all the Charlie Brown yes, cartoons. and yes. next year... We can look forward to Peanuts, the movie. Oh, wow. Peanut the movie? Peanut. Hey, Snoopy. They can't just do Snoopy. They have to bring all the characters. They are all I, I coming hope they, back. they're all coming back. What I love about Snoopy is he's this little James Bond type character. He can drive. He can fly planes. He knows what to do at immigration. <laughs> I love it. So next up is Penguins, which is what I'm really looking forward to. A spin-off from, from the Madagascar. Wait, hasn't the movie come out movie. already? No. No, they had a series on TV, which was a lot of fun. Penguins of Madagascar. School holiday season is coming and you can look forward to Penguins, I am sure. <laughs> Attention, this is your captain speaking. You know the Penguins of Madagascar, but what you don't know is they've been leading a double life as secret agents. <laughs> The untold story began as four brothers. Are you my family? You don't have a family and we're all going to die. What? What's the matter with you, Kowalski? Who grew up to become masters of disguise, espionage, and aerial assault. Follow me, boys! We're going in hot. No one likes to show off, Private. Now, when it comes to stopping a madman... I have the power to destroy you. They'll have some competition. What the heck is going on? Remain calm, Penguins. You are now under the protection of the North Wind. We don't even know who the heck you are. The North Wind is an elite undercover interspecies. The North Wind is an elite undercover... 
task force dedicated to help dedicated to helping animals who can't help themselves. Mm. This November, you got a soggy madman to spend. Oh, just in time for Christmas. Comes out November 26th. Um, I'm not sure about uh, when it comes to Malaysia, yeah. but I'm really looking forward to Penguins. I think it's uh, it's going to be a hit. I think we need to give a shout out to all the animators in our lives. Thank We've you, come into animators. Via Disney or Pixar or friends of ours, because the amount of observational ability I guess you have to have in order to have to create characters with like complex uh, <laughs> human type yeah, psyche human. <laughs> yes human uh, they're humans after all <laughs> hiding behind things called penguins oh my goodness incidentally the BBC released a story uh-huh. stating that seals have been found copulating with penguins. <laughs> Apparently, well, you know, penguins have had weird sexual behaviour as well. So yeah, yeah, I mean, they don't just march. <laughs> so there's a picture of this penguin who's just like quite docilely <laughs> lying on her, his, her back. Or front, can yes. you tell? Post or pre. <laughs> and the seal's just mounting it. <laughs> ah, during, not post or pre. It's during. It's not like, oops, what, was the that a seal penguin? seal is huge! <laughs> Well, mm. yeah, and the, the funny thing is that seals actually learn from observation, so they right. must have seen this. Oh. Seen what? Penguin on penguin action, perhaps. Do they not have their own action? They have to procreate to have more seals. They, some of them, prefer penguins now. Well, good for them. I mean, I think crossbreeding <laughs> is good for all of those other animals that are now extinct. What would we call them? Penguins. Penguin. Penguin. <laughs> Pen- Peels. Seals and penguins. Pen- penguins. Peels. Peels. <laughs> yeah. Or sanguins. Or sanguine. Can't sanguine is a word and so is peel. <laughs> mm. Speaking of sea creatures, SpongeBob's going to have a movie too. Oh, I love SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob. Good roll program confirmed. In a recent sonar scan of the ocean floor, scientists recorded a sound never before heard by human ears. Make it stop, Gramps! Make it stop! From Paramount Animation and Nickelodeon Movies. Who wants Krabby Patty? The secret Krabby Patty formula! It's gone! Without it, it will be a complete breakdown of social order! Aren't you overreacting a bit? Welcome to the apocalypse. I hope you like leather. To save their world. I smell Krabby Patties. I love SpongeBob. I love Patrick. I love Squidward. <laughs> and I love Clancy Brown, who plays Mr. Krabs, who is also the evil guy from the original Highlander story. <laughs> really? I never yes, knew that. He had the safety pins in his neck. Your money. <laughs> I don't think I'm looking forward to the movie. Oh, I am. I am. I will watch it, definitely, because I do like SpongeBob's, you know, off-kilter humour. Yeah, but the movie looks like it's for kids. Also kind of yeah, pandering to... Yeah, it doesn't have the TV diff- shows. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have that. Adults. You yeah. can only watch it after 12 at night kind <laughs> of off-kilter humour. Mm. You know what's another series for kids which I think actually would make a great movie is... Samurai Jack? of Finn and Jake. Oh, yes. Haven't they made that already? Lo- I don't know. I don't think so. Love them. So to answer the question, what formed our childhood? It's still being formed. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody seen Big Hero 6? 
Not yet. No. Going to watch it. This is the first test of my robotics project. Stop, 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 stop. The seventh test. This is Tadashi, my older brother. 33rd test. Wait, 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 stop. This is the 84th test. Hello, I am Baymax. It works! Oh, this is amazing! He wanted to help a lot of people. People keep saying Tadashi's not really gone. As long as we remember him. Hello, I am Baymax. Tadashi programmed me to heal the sick and injured. Good, good, good. Let's see how this differs from what it was supposed to be. Can't wait to watch it. I think there'll be some crying. It has all the makings of any modern action film. And because it's animated, the possibilities are even... Broader. Yes, and it's mm. Disney, so mm. you know there's no such thing as budget. No. Well, the reason why we're talking about you know children's movies and, and how they shape this is because it was Universal Children's Day on Thursday. Do you have any thoughts or messages? Uh, one thing that comes to mind, in particular local issues, is that children who are children of people who do not have legal papers or citizenship who are stateless, have nowhere to go or cannot get education. But they're stuck here, they're born here, I guess. You know, they're just innocent children. I reckon they have a right to that and to be cared for. And I'd like to give a shout out to the people in KL who do a lot of work looking after people like this, people who work in the city and, of course, all around Malaysia. It takes an awful lot to make your vocation about other people and other people who have a harder time than you. So committing yourself to that kind of work is laudable and I think needs to be encouraged and supported by the government and the community. Well, there's one thing that you can do if you do want to do your bit, uh, not in terms of what you've just said, mm. but Book Access is having a charity drive at the moment. They've actually reduced the prices of a lot of children's titles, like starting from Eight Ringgit, and above and Great. if you buy these books they will be donated to orphanages uh, that have been selected by book access and what they do is they continuously build the libraries at these orphanages or children's homes mm -hmm. and they go visit regularly read with the kids each book is gift wrapped and presented to them so there's ownership yes and the value of the book is higher rather than just dumping used or secondhand books on them right. so they get brand new titles and they visit often to build these libraries with these kids mm -hmm. so yeah um, head on to uh, book access and we are giving away three copies of a very special Harry Potter complete boxed set <gasps> with a magnetic box. It's actually quite beautiful. Edwin, why don't you pick a, a question for listeners to write in? Oh dear Lord, based on Harry Potter? Yes. Okay, let's, let's give everyone an easy one because then, you know, they all write in. Yeah. Uh, the question is, what is the number of the platform where they take their train? What is the number of the platform? in which Harry Potter and his schoolmates take the train. So email the answer to us and the first three emails that come through will win a Harry Potter box set courtesy of Book Access. All you have to do is email us at sundaykindalove at bfm.my There's no A in front of the Sunday. It's just sundaykindalove at bfm.my Woohoo! วั
when a Sunday kind of love returns, we've got some advice from the generation of tomorrow for parents who may need a little insider info. We'll be right back with more Sunday kind of love right after this on BFM 89.9. You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love and we're back with the kids episode. I'm Maya Tan and now Tasha's spoken to some parents of tomorrow with some advice for the parents of today. Whether you're a first-time mom or expecting your fifth grandchild, being a parent is one of the toughest jobs out there. Even the seasoned moms and dads need a little help dealing with common parenting issues. We got some parents to share some of the challenges they face in raising their children. And then we sought the professional help of some pint-sized experts. My name is Mia and I'm 9 years old. Name, Andy Moranti, age 15. I'm Elena and I'm 11 years old. I'm Sarah Rosenbaum and I'm 10 years old. These four experts advise us on how they would approach a situation with their own kids. Let's listen to what they had to say. Number one. You know, uh, my child damn stubborn one, you know. She never want to do her homework. She come home, she play, play, play. And then I scold her, she don't want to listen. And then she throw the book at me some more. I'll tell her that, um, that she needs to learn. So when, when she grows up, she'll be smart and she can show her children how to do it. If she doesn't know how, then she might not be able to take care of them that easily. I'll be tough for her. Well, she's not a teenager yet, so I can't say no softball. <laughs> maybe if, like, say, if I give her her favourite food, like, maybe every week, then, like, for one month, no favourite food or favourite things to do. Like, no going to the park and stuff. But if you do it, then you can do all those things. Well, I would force her to do it. If she just still doesn't want to do it, I'd give her a timeout. Number two. I've tried everything, but my boys that they don't want to eat their sayur. What should I do? Cut it in very small, very small, small chunks, but like a lot. Then you just put it in something that's the same colour to camouflage it, <laughs> like soup. Then you just eat it. Take him uh, into thinking that they're candy vegetables. I would tell him to close his eyes and then after that just feed him the food. Number three. I've got two boys and they fight constantly and it's driving me crazy. What should I do? Kids shouldn't fight in real life. Instead, they should fight in, in video games. Uh, it's much better than fighting in, in real life. I'll just tell them that it's not good to fight and our God doesn't want us to fight because it's not good. We might hurt someone and then it'll cost a lot of money to heal and pay for the bills. Oh, I'll say like, if you be mean to her, you got to get cut out and eaten by foreign people. <laughs> and your sister gets it too. And they both can be grinded together to make spaghetti! Number four. So I'm a hard-working guy. I like to think so. You know, eight, nine to five, I'm at the office. I, I put my hours in. I'm stuck at the desk. I don't complain. You know, all I want when I go home, I want to put my feet up. I'd like to put the kettle on. And I would like the children to help us out around the house. Just a little bit. Doesn't have to be every day. You know, it would be nice. 
because there will be a lot of dust and they will get easily sick and if they want to stay healthy they need to have a lot of exercise and cleaning a house is just the same way as exercising because it helps you to stretch your bones and so if they want to be healthy they have to clean the house tell them that they have less chance of going to hell when they die also that it's a good deed and everybody should do good deeds I get them to like do chores and then when they do chores I give them money <laughs> number five my four-year-old is having trouble understanding the difference between right and wrong if the answer is right uh, I'll give them a thumbs up but uh, but if it's wrong then, uh, then it will be a thumbs down you can tell if it's wrong because um if you like take something from the people without permission or taking it away like stealing it'll be definitely wrong because it's not yours and even though you want it so bad you can just wait for another day or maybe someday your parents will buy it for you well depends if they're grossed up by blood and gory stuff <laughs> they tell you tell them that Cutting up people are wrong, even though I told you that I would cut you up and grind you to spaghetti, but just ignore that. And if you do good deeds, it's good. I don't know exactly how. I guess when they grow up, they'll understand more, so you can tell them then. But if they're doing bad deeds, then you can tell them, it's not good to do that, you want to get spanked. So there you have it some tips and tricks from our child experts that could go a long way in ensuring the health and happiness of your child. A big thank you to Andy, Milena, Sarah and Mia for sharing their insights on what makes great parenting. And with that, we come to the end of another episode of A Sunday Kind of Love with me, Maya Tan, Tasha Fusil, our resident couch potatoes, Christina Oro and Edwin Suman. Do email sundaykindalove at bfm.my with your answer to win the signature edition hardcover Harry Potter box set. And I'll also say thank you right now to Book Access for making that happen. Before we go, this is Falling by Little Children. You've been listening to A Sunday Kind of Love. Big hugs from me, Maya Tan and Tasha Fusil. Have a happy, happy Sunday. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.